All right. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's, it's a, a new, new dawn. dawn. It's a new mm-hmm. life for me. And I'm feeling good. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Hopefully not yet. Otherwise, the next hour or so is going to be really interesting. Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. (laughs) And welcome to the Chicklet Book Club podcast. Where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today we're talking about Husband Material by Alexis Hall. Yay! Ray, what is going on tonight? But we've got a returning special guest, one of our our like fave, you know, like uh, listener requested faves. Who's here with us tonight? <laughs> Lee, yay! Who's wearing arm gestures that none of you can see? No, it's, no, it, that's really for us, not for you. Sorry, no, it's no. a good thing. <laughs> okay, Martha. Okay. <laughs> we're so excited you're back yeah is this the third time you've been on the show third time's a charm (laughs) no it's fourth it's the fourth time wait a minute satisfaction guaranteed (gasps) red white and royal blue boyfriend material material. and this one oh it is the fourth one wow i'm not lying to you guys well i didn't think i'm lying i'm dying man oh my god ridiculous (laughs) uh Actually, Boyfriend Material is one of our most like successful episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you guys excited for Red, White, and Royal Blue, the movie? I'm okay. Okay, wow. Sorry. I'm, it's okay. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I mean, it. I'm going to watch it. For right. sure. We'll probably end up watching it for the show. Oh, I hope so. Let's do a pinch yeah. the screen about it. Yeah, the one guy is real volume 11, and I kind of love it. The guy who plays Alex? the dark the dark-haired one yeah alex <laughs> sure the one who is like that guy that, that guy. guy the american, the american. yeah that's it that's it that book didn't really i don't remember much of it it wasn't one of those ones that was real memorable to me it was but and i, I think mean, there I, were certainly memorable parts you guys gave me serious shit for not thinking we it did. was as funny as boyfriend material i, I did like, for sure I was like, yeah, because you're like, this is, I was like, I, I liked boyfriend material more. And I was like, you know, it was like, which hunt? Had, which hunt? I'm pretty sure I had had a significant <laughs> amount of wine. And so I'm sorry. Like we all, like we all did. It's fine. Y'all probably did. Except for Lee, who is a responsible adult. I mean, out of the three of us. Yeah. I That's think you're the so most true. responsible one. Really? Yep. Isn't it though? No, I'm kidding. It's you're definitely absolutely the most responsible one. Word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a f- it's fine. I'm the one that said it. Read a friend's for it. There you go. Excuse me, <laughs> while I put my drinks that are sweating on a so paper my, towel. my multiple <laughs> beverages. Because well, my air conditioner wine. broke, guys. My air conditioner's broken. No. No. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, it's awesome. I no. If this week could get any better, I would just die. Literally, that's probably what would happen is I would actually just can you not? Because I really don't want to find another podcast co-host. Okay. I'll try. I'll, but try I can't to... be help me, you know, maybe be murdered. I don't know. Try to stay alive. I'll try. Stay alive. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. Whether we're talking about the Bee Gees or Hamilton <laughs> here, please stay alive. 
Yeah. yeah. Try. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hot as balls down here. So in my basement, it's hot as balls. Uh, it's lovely. Hot. Yeah, my uh, my other co-host Ween gave me let me borrow a uh, in window unit. like a window unit. Yeah, her or her um, mama Ween let me borrow it. So she's like, at least you can sleep cool. And all of the animals were on the bed. <laughs> they were like, this is the place to be radiating this- heat. Yeah, <laughs> in the cool room. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. At one point, I was like, oh, it's too cold. I'm like, fuck it. Shiver. Another blanket, yeah, just, shiver. Yeah, just Another allow blanket. your body to shiver. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. Um, shall we perhaps talk about some fun things? Sure. Um, Lee. Yes. Guest goes first. Yes. Tell Ten. me something, something good. good. <laughs> actually, that oh. was actually pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was right on. Yeah, I was like for for sure Zoom. Was. That was actually yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I, you know, I will tell you something good. I have. <laughs> okay. We asked, so yes. I have a new job, and it's Yay. been fantastic. Um, Yay! Just you know, learning new things and figuring stuff out, and it's just been a good week overall. Did you good. just start like a couple weeks ago? Right. Started a month ago, right? Maybe six weeks. Oh yeah. God! Time yeah. flies. Time it's been, but it's a new exactly. development since you've been on that's since true. you've been on <laughs> <laughs> that was a win it's really singy tonight uh-huh get ready for it uh, that's awesome i'm really I excited like for you darling yeah thanks yay mm-hmm. right <gasps> veronica yeah what about it tell me something good um honestly i'm just super excited to get to see both of your faces mm-hmm. it has been well, Ray, I saw your face last week. Beautiful as always, but I have not seen no Lee's face in a very long time. Right. Quite excited. Well, not since I had COVID. But then I only saw the top half of your face. It was only like from <laughs> sort of the bridge of your nose to your forehead. Like that was all I actually got to see. Everything else was covered in a mask. So that's true. When was that? Early May. Oh. Fucking COVID. Fuck you, COVID. It was me doing the Shank Romero. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> no, it really wasn't. Um, it's supposed to be happy, was... happy talk. Yeah. Wow. Happy talking, talking, happy talk. Anyway, super excited to get to see your faces. I love it. Ray? Yeah. Tell me something <clears throat> good. Well, I had to find something, man, because um, it's, it's been a fucking winter. It's been a winter of about a month. No, I'm sorry. It's been a winter of a fucking summer. So I looked deep down in my soul. Well, the pickle shortage is over. <laughs> Picklelicious, who I, I referred to on this podcast. I don't think you're I don't think you're speaking in mute in euphemism. No, nope, I'm not you actually mean pickles. Okay. I do. Yeah. So Picklelicious, who I've referred to, I've referred to on this podcast before, stopped shipping because it was so hot. Because they 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 put it in ice or like you know dry ice and stuff and when they when you get oh. them, so I have had my delicious full sour pickles for uh, a couple of months now, and I've been jonesing and I've been trying to find around here full sours nowhere, nowhere to be found. Half sours, not the same. I don't like half sours. You can shove them for your butt. Don't like them. This is apropos for our. <laughs> 
for our male male romance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pickle, I mean, I, pickle, pickle slapping fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, to my surprise, they have full sour horseradish pickles. Get out. So they're delicious. Oh God, please don't tell Mr. Veronica that. Oh my God, they're so good. Um. So yeah, that's my uh. I, I, I came up from the, the dungeon. The bottom, when... now we're here. <laughs> the dungeon that I live in half the time. And there was a giant box of pickles on my front porch. And I was very excited about it. <laughs> I got literally like a gallon of pickles. Oh Enough for a lifetime. Well, just for a couple months. <laughs> There's no calories in them. So drum of pickles. Yeah, I mean, pickle beer. Well, I mean, then that defeats the purpose of having the ca- no zero calorie pickle. But I mean, still, like if you're just like jonesing during the day, because I'm trying to cut all my cal, you know, the caloric intake down. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's like just tight over. Delicious. They are full sours. Thank you, Lewis Black. They are the way to go. We Gentiles have not, did not know how amazing they were for so long. Thank you. That is my TED talk. That's my tickle talk. My pickle talk. <laughs> oh my god. Pickle talk. Pickle talk. Oh my word. <clears throat> so guys, I've got something for you. What do you have, for us, darling? I have a quiz for you. I've got I've got two screens here. One second to prepare. Okay, preparing. So build. I really, a ro- really love your hair tonight, by the way. No oh, thanks. Got a couple new wigs because I was like, since my life is on fire. I might as well buy more wigs because I only have a hundred of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got like a purple because I was like, I got a purple one. I got a blue one. No, purple. Like a, it doesn't matter. Anywho. Are um, they named? Yeah. This one's, <gasps> this one is Gwen. Gwen. Is it Stefani? <gasps> sure. I feel like that would fit though. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I always knew I ended up your girlfriend. Yes. That's this wig. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go. Um, Married okay. to Gavin Rossdale perhaps. You know, okay, if you guys have not watched, there's a really good, um, I haven't watched the whole thing, is Woodstock, or sorry, Woodstock 99 documentary. I heard about this. Gavin Rossdale is in parts of it. I'm going to take, I want to take Fred Durst out and punch him in the dick. Just in general, just, I mean, in general. I mean, he, yeah. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. It's, there was like a mistake from the get-go but he drummed up that Saturday night real bad, real bad. Someone drove a a van through the crowd. Uh, Somebody caught a 14-year-old girl getting raped in said van. This is... uh, Yep. So Fred Durst kicking the the balls. Anyhow, all right. Build a romantic comedy and we'll reveal what rom-com job you'd have. Okay. Pick your first romantic lead. Sandra Bullock, Priyanka Chopra, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Chris Evans, or Hugh Jackman. I know what one that somebody's not going to pick. <laughs> Chris Evans. Okay. Sir? Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> oh! <laughs> boom! Okay. I mean, he's still hot. I'm surprised. I'm we really surprised. We just know he's a that... dick. He's got one. And who do they fall in love with? Constance Yu? Oh, sorry, Constance Wu, Brie Larson, Mindy Kaling, John Cho, Ryan Reynolds, or Michael B. Jordan? Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. 
Yes! <laughs> I'm liking it. Where will it be set? London, New York, Dublin, Mi- Miami, Seattle, or Toronto? <laughs> Benito a Miami. Miami. Oh my God. Will Smith. Uh, wait, read the list again. I got distracted by Miami. <laughs> London, New York, Dublin, <laughs> Miami, Seattle, Toronto. Seattle. I was gonna say Seattle too. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to pick London? No. It's too late. Let's go, let's go with London. Okay. <clears throat> that's right. Decisions are in. I'd have to refresh the screen and. No, that's too much. Actually, I don't think I, I did have to do that. Anyhow, what cliche will definitely happen? A dash to the airport to win back the protagonist's true love. A precocious child will offer sage life advice. A scene of the couple making out and stumbling into an apartment. A makeover montage. Oh, God, I love a montage. A well-choreographed dance routine. One of the characters will, at one point, be engaged to someone else. I don't like that last one. If I don't see Chris Evans and Ryan Reynolds make out, I'm going to be pissed. Okay. A scene in the so making out and one. stumbling into an apartment. Okay, sure. sir. I need a montage. Makeover yes. montage. All right. I like a it. Montage. Oh, God. This first one. God, I fucking hate her. Or anyhow, um, <clears throat> pick a supporting actor to play the witty best friend. Kat Dunnings, Kristen Ritter, Tiffany Haddish, Donald Glover, Danny Pudi, or Chris O'Dowd. Oh, fucking Chris O'Dowd. Anyhow. Oh, he is funny. Uh... Minus Kat Dunnings. That's an amazing list. I'm always hesitant to cast like a black person as like the funny sidekick. But I also really, really <clears throat> want Leslie. Are you dinging? Is that what you're doing? Wait, Les- Le- Leslie, what's what? Wait, what did you wait? Say them again. Pick a, wait, pick a supporting actor to play the witty best friend. Kat Dennings, Kristen Ritter, Tiffany Haddish. It's pretty much that cast of fucking community. Donald Glover. Danny Pudi or Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Oh, okay. No, hang on. No, Leslie- I was thinking you said, um, who's the woman from Saturday Night Live? In um, Leslie. Isn't it Leslie? Oh, Leslie Jordan? No. Um, who's the woman? Oh, who- no, no. Oh, Leslie. Oh, God. Leslie- Damn it. She does the Olympics thing. Yeah. Isn't her thing, isn't her handle like Les Dog or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What is her name? Les- Leslie. Leslie. Leslie Jones, Jones, is that it? Yeah, yeah, she's not on this list. Okay, I thought that's what she was... <laughs> I think I just was, like, hoping for her. Okay, fine. No. Um, I'm going to pick Chris O'Dowd then. Fuck it. Okay. Tiffany Haddish. Okay, I there. like it. What's going to cause a rift between the couple during the third act? One of them will discover that their relationship was the result of a bet. Am I a bet? Am I a fucking bet? Sorry. They'll see a text that implies the other one is cheating, which will be a misunderstanding. They'll overhear their partner saying something upsetting, but leave before they hear the rest of the sentence, which actually explains things. That's a lot there. Um, one of them wants something more, and the other assumed it was more casual, though they later realize they will also have romantic feelings. One of them discovers that their significant other was using them for an assignment at first. Isn't that kind of like a bet? Yeah, uh, one of them just re- isn't really isn't ready for something so serious right now. One of them isn't ready for something so serious right now. Third act breakup. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want? Yeah. Okay. Lee. The bet. 
option one. Bet. Yes, am I in bet? So good. Oh, God. Rachel Lee Cook. Who will the move? I can't read. How <laughs> will? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Paul Walker. R.I.P. Um, how will the movie end? With a wedding, with a proposal. They won't actually end up together, but we'll see a meet cute of how they meet their real perspective. No, wait, I'm just going to stop that one. Um, neither no. of you get to choose that one. Sorry. It'll be implied that they'll be together after the rift and they will exchange knowing looks, driving off into the sunset with a kiss. And then the last one is with a kiss after a declaration of love. With a kiss after a declaration of love. I don't really love any of those, but okay. Okay. Wait. I'll go with Pride and Prejudice, the proposal. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, since I'm looking at Lee's screen, your your romantic comedy job will be a journalist. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be a budding reporter desperate to sink your teeth into a gritty story. But wait, your boss insists you have to do an article assignment of their choice before you can write what you really want. What will happen when you meet the person you're writing about? Spoiler, love. <clears throat> Veronica. Yep. You are a gallery owner. Oh my God. Your okay. rom-com job would be the very fancy role of a gallery owner. You'd know what's amazing and what's mediocre and it wouldn't, and wouldn't be afraid to tell people. You would meet your soulmate in the first act of the movie, even if it wasn't until the second or third that you'd truly confess your feelings to them. Alrighty. <laughs> all right all right all right all right all right all right sounds was... like done for aniston in the breakup okay she didn't own the gallery though she was like the manager of the gallery was it a gallery one some fancy hoity-toity art gallery it wasn't does no one know what a gallery one is no okay z gallery huh no idea z gallery it was a store okay never mind well gallery one was a store also and it sold like shitty prints and you could go and like and they like there's like somewhat rich people had them like if you were like middle class to i see them all the time at the antique store i'm like i don't want that says gallery one on what are you talking about no anyhow listeners am i hearing english (laughs) do i I know these words do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth no Mm -mm. no no so we found a uh, we uh, came across something very interesting this week. Did we? We did. We've been lied to. We're oh, being no. lied to, Adam and Eve. We're being lied oh. to. Yeah, we did uh-huh. discover that, didn't we? And we by did. we, I mean Ray. Yeah, because me. we were talking about a certain Ray is the um, keeper of the cards and the keeper of the keys, like Mister Mister Jingling. Um, no, oh, I'm nope. I, I'm also old. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Higby stores. Anywho, um, <laughs> the sex card. We felt, I was going through the like because I was trying to find the one that the we one that trying, we talked about. We talked about in Road to Fire, right? Yeah, and then through my discover, like going through the deck, I found at least two of one card with a different very <laughs> variations of difficulty. I was like, it's the same fucking card, different descriptions on it too. So what up, Adam and Eve? I think that calls for a sponsorship. <laughs> Let us correct your mistakes. Sponsor yeah, us. At least a free deck of cards. Come on. Um, okay. Deck of cards. Card like dick? 
Yes, that was what I said last time. Dick of cards. Um, Dicky cards. Um, I feel like a little bit like David Letterman when he used to have that index cards on his desk. Shuffle your dick. Shuffle your dick. Um, Okay. See, it leaves being all responsible drinking water and shit. It's because my drink is already gone. Uh, Well, soon we'll take a break and you can make another one. There you go. Oh, this one sucks. Okay. Um, I hope so. No, no, there's, there's, nope. (laughs) Um, I almost spit water everywhere. (laughs) This one is called (laughs) Entangled. It's a one out of five. We okay. still don't know if this is hotness or difficulty, by the way. We we don't, especially when don't. you got two cards that have two different numbers. So I don't know. Throw a dildo in there. Throw hey, guess what? Once you throw in a weed wacko is a wacky weed vibrator, once you throw in one of those. That was weird. What yeah. did Lee call it? A weed whacker. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Adam and Eve's their special today was like missed a missed opportunity for them. I'm telling you, this opportunity was to be g69 this is g609. Um sure. was like it was a vibrator, but it was just had printed. It was Marijuana like that, leaves on it. that wand vibrator that yep. everyone seems to be obsessed with. So it's something that you could probably have gotten at Spencer's. Probably. Is you know Spencer's what? It's still open. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you if you had a black light. Whoa, look at that thing. Gotta be like a black light with those. We- yeah. Okay. Anyhow. Stand <clears throat> no expense. Okay. <clears throat> um, sorry. My mom's SI. <laughs> Excellent timing. <laughs> okay. Your wait, your mom's outside. She just texted me. Said, "I'm outside." No, I said my mom says hi. I thought you said. I thought you said your mom is outside. I was like, "What is she doing outside your house at ten o'clock at night?" It's ten p.m. She's staring through the window at me. (laughs) It's ten p.m. Do you know where your mother is? (laughs) My God, (laughs) I'm leaving. I wanted you to leave all this in here. I will. I okay. Believe, I believe I have your mother's number. I'm going to text her and tell her to stop harassing you. <laughs> please do it. Oh my God. And please keep us informed as what she says back. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Technique. This position works best for couples of similar height. If she needs to gain a few inches, then high heels. <laughs> my God. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Then high heels are a perfect accessory. Goes really interesting for what the conversation we were having earlier. Both uh, both lovers stand and entangle their legs. He and she take turns making grinding movements. So literally, you're just humping each other's legs. Where's that? There you go. Okay. You're just humping each other's. You're dry humping each other's thighs. I mean, okay. I would say, honestly, that could be part of making out. Sure. But with clothes, I mean, well, it doesn't have to be with clothes on. This does not have clothes on, but I mean. Obviously not. I mean, this could be literally every book we've read. We've read yeah. Oh, so yeah, for sure. This is not a sex position. There is no sex happening in this position. No one's bottom parts are getting licked, sticked, or <laughs> fucked. This is foreplay. There's no penetration. There is, there is zero no. penetration. I hate that word, by the way. We want some moist penetration. I am going to go vomit and I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, you know, the one we had, that was the last one we had, it was women on top. Yeah, that's the one we had last week. I was trying to figure out which side, which, which side of the deck is right. We're getting close to the, 
grand finale perhaps yeah they, they all suck i saw 69 in there i was like that's not they're not 69 i saw oral oral pleasure and i was like that's okay guys that's uh, okay that's, y'all are reaching yeah um and also fighting conviction we already covered that oh yeah 69 yeah. All right, why don't we take a little breaky, a little breaky for us. Because mm-hmm. Lee needs another Cosmo. Yep. And you need to go see see your mom outside. <laughs> see what she needs. God. Mama V. <laughs> She's the greatest. She is the greatest. All right. So um, we will be back after a brief respite. We'll be back in two and two. <laughs> We're back. We're back, bitches. Oh God, and I got guys. a refill. Hell yeah, that looks really nice yeah, actually. Looks- like the color is really beautiful. <laughs> I it's love you. Delicious because I put the glass in the freezer first. Yes. Mm. No. Did you get a fresh glass just now? No. Oh, okay. It was still cold. That's fine. Saving the environment. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Saving the environment. <laughs> One glass at a time. Yes. More ethical. It's, it's definitely uh-huh. our responsibility to save the environment. And not companies, corporations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Whilst right. drinking. Cool. 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 Uh, cool oh, is ice. Yes. Um, okay. So speaking of, uh, I am in a group chat with uh, some people that we both know. Uh huh. Harry Pop. Got it. One of those people. Mm-hmm. Lee, do you know who I'm talking about? Okay. Good. Um, she's currently reading a book that you rec- that you reviewed. Me? Yeah. Which one? I don't know. I'm going to ask her. Oh, did she say I read she a book that Ray? Hot. Ooh, yes, okay. She says, no worries. I'm reading a book that Ray reviewed. Oh. Yeah. She recently read Homecoming King. Oh, so good. And liked it a lot. So, so good. So good. That you asked her what read. it was? Yes, I did. She is not Thank responded you. yet. Well, that's okay. I will be expecting <laughs> updates. I will update you the moment she responds. <laughs> okay. Would you like to tell everybody about this book? Because you are so good at reading the summaries. I can't Questionable. read. Questionable. <laughs> um, actually, the blurb for this is extremely short. Um, yeah, we're going to add some stuff. Yeah, because most of it is actually just like quotes from other authors. Right, right. It's um, two so paragraphs, maybe? It's a paragraph with two additional sentences. Cool. So this will be helpful. Oh, um, the book is The Wallflower. What? Hmm. She said, or something like that? Question mark. I think you, I mean, that's like legit. Here's all the historical romances with Wallflower in the title. Right. Wallflower. I mean, I can tell you, Wallflower Wager, um, the the spinster, the the Wallflower Spinster, the Wallflower and the Duke. That'd be like, could be any of them. All good. Probably all hot. Probably, yeah. I just texted back, that's broad. Um, Okay. (laughs) Way to be vague. (laughs) <laughs> fake please text back the actual title um because yes. i want to go back listen. and read my review yeah oh hang on wicked wallflower oh yeah she says oh yeah this is a good podcast okay it is it's good for listeners because so i'm sure they want to stick a knife in their good. ears <laughs> i'm looking okay. up what about I wrote. Okay. <laughs> keep going keep going remember. she just said that i'm abroad okay this is enough all right because I said that that was broad. She mm-hmm. said, you're abroad. Nice. All right. 
<clears throat> Broad and, Street was a really good show. Anyhow, or Broad Church, sorry. Guys, I think Broad Street, Broad City. Oh, that's one I don't like. But no, Broad, Broad Church yeah. is uh, is uh, that one with the uh, David Tennant. Yes. Um, <laughs> Lee is like, why did you invite me in this fucking show again? This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about the book yeah that's what he's like talk- like have you listened to this show we talk about the book about this much and we just talk about shit for the rest of it okay <clears throat> husband material by alexis hall Tracy sumner yep <laughs> okay <laughs> keep going wanted one very real husband nowhere near perfect but desperately trying his best In boyfriend material, Luke and Oliver met, pretended to fall in love, fell in love for real, dealt with heartbreak and disappointment and family and friends, and somehow figured out a way to make it work. Now, it seems like everyone around them is getting married, and Luke's feeling the social pressure to propose. But it'll take more than four weddings, a funeral, and a hotly contested rainbow balloon arch to get these two from I don't know what I'm doing to I do. Good thing Oliver is such perfect husband material. Aww. Mm-hmm. Aww. Since. Do love Miss no. Oliver. Oh, God. Um, do we want to kind of say what this is based on? I mean, since he's pretty much not shy about what it's based on. What's Apparently not based on the screenshot you sent us earlier. <laughs> but that's in the, that's in the Q&A at the back of the book. Right, true. Um, this is very much based off of Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah. Part of me is also feeling a lot of Bridget Jones vibes. That's what I was saying about Bridget Jones. That's my theory. I mean, there's a lot. And it goes mm. in a progression of Bridget Jones. Because Bridget, in the first one, is very single. Meets Mark, uh. who they don't like each other. The second one, they're together. And then the third huh. one, they have a baby. Oh. Okay. And a lot of the stuff that was that that happens this book, I was like, oh my god, I could see Bridget Jones doing this. I could see and this happening. Also, we we didn't really talk about this, but there will be a father material coming out next mm-hmm. year, so that'll be fascinating. Yeah. Okay. More babies. So many babies. Um. Well, I have not seen Four Weddings and a Funeral, as anyone who listens to the show knows. I've never seen a single movie ever. So, um, how's that Empire Strikes Back going? <laughs> it's going great, going great. I have I definitely go gotten the past the opening <laughs> montage. I am not what you call a cinephile. <laughs> um, side note have y'all listened to Harry Styles' new record? Yeah, he has a song called Cinema, and now when I listen to it, I'm like, is this just about a sex tape? Probably, probably, anyway. I'm on board. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm on board with anything he says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm trying to think of what else to add on here. Um. Well, uh, as now again, I've not seen the movie. However, um, re- based on reading the synopsis, there are four weddings and a funeral throughout. Yeah, I the mean, I guess that we book. really don't need to probably go too much into it. like we start the book and Tom and Bridge are getting married. Yeah um it we start off at um her quote hen party her hen do and i mean i guess we could say who i mean one couple you're probably not gonna know but alex twaddle gets married in this book fucking alex twaddle yeah um and miffy miffy right yeah miffy that is so weird yeah um 
Is that, that like meant- a British thing? Like that nickname, Miffy? It's it's high class because you here it's the joke is Muffy or Miffy here like in the eighties was Muffy you know Muffy and and like Muffy and Miffy they used to have the sweaters tied and the you know and they oh Muffy yeah so I think it's a like a high class sort of thing what I, I am not <laughs> I am not um so I don't know I don't know if we have to go too much into it I mean it's two years in the future. Yep. So um, Luke is still working at crap and he's yep. pretty happy about it. Um, he, he actually kinda, is. Like, he's he's kind of enjoying it. Yeah, he says at like one point, he's like, he says something about like, I, I uh, work for a nonprofit that supports the existence of bugs that eat shit. And he's yeah. like, and normally I would cringe at that. He's like, but I'm just kind of like, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, do we need to go too much more? Or can we just, do we want to talk about the book? Like what we thought of the book, like our feelings, our thoughts and feelings and emotions. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how we rate this book or how we go through and review this book? Yeah. Will you please tell the listeners how we do our ratings? <clears throat> we rate this, we rate our books on a vegan French toast scale. So God, I'm going to be so hungry. I'm always hungry when we get to this part. We're going to go bottom from top, bottom to top on this one. <laughs> are we topping that's, from the bottom? That's what we are doing. Uh, this is the power bottom. And yeah, um, the power bottom is actually the piece of toast. It's the toast. The So it's something we liked about the book. Um, and then our butter on top is something we... Vegan butter. It's vegan butter, so no one likes that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I actually like I'm vegan not. butter. I like actually like vegan butter. Um, it's not too bad. What is it? Oil. Okay. <laughs> Oil and Botterin. stuff. And, and like omega, omega uh, threes. Yeah, that sort of shit. Um, and that could be that'll be your con. That'll be something you didn't so much care for. Um, and then we end My on a high is the note. Vegan butter. Huh. Icon is the vegan butter. <laughs> and then we end on a high note with our maple syrup on top. Delicious. Yeah. Or agave nectar. Yeah. I was like, I, I is think maple, maybe, sir- maple syrup maple is vegan. vegan. Yeah. I was like, you couldn't. <laughs> I mean, I was like, yeah. it's we didn't. Just fucking sugar. Right. It's like, we didn't. You bring agave into shit. Then we're talking like another, but. Ten dollars or eleven dollars a bottle. Let's yeah. just keep it down to like log cabin. Thank you very much. Where it's a dollar a bottle. Thank you. Um, I I will. Good old stand... American dollar. <laughs> I am telling you, the best like real maple syrup at a pretty decent price, Costco maple syrup. I am telling I'm sure. you, I'm sure, sure, so well, good. I you know used to do theater and live close to one right, of the, yeah, like of maple syrup parts of ohio so i mean like kind of i used partial. to live close to a different maple syrupy part of ohio also start to <laughs> where the there street. are amish there are his maple syrup true. it's true <laughs> they go with hand in hand my mom was telling me that like this specific one um that we used to go to when i was a kid she was like there's like the the guy who makes the sausage is like getting old and they don't know how they will continue when he is gone and i was like this is poor planning. Isn't that usually like the term for knowing the insides and outs of things is know how they make the sausage? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> is it like how the sausage is made? Is made. 
Well, we know what knows because old fucker's dead. So whatever. <laughs> because like the selfish oh bastard never fucking trained anybody else on how to do this. This is an Amish person? No, he's not Amish. Like, oh, okay. This think, is, oh, okay. Oh, this what is, is just the name syrup. of this town that I'm thinking of? It starts with a C. Chatham? I don't know. It's like a teeny tiny town. Mm-hmm. Again, tiny. <sighs> Maple syrup's delicious, guys. So fuck that agave ne- nectar. Yeah, maple syrup all the way. Yep. That is how we review things. So we got on a tangent just a little bit. We did. It's fine. Um, we didn't really talk about the book that much. We didn't do much summary, so we're good. Um, Lee. Pleat, please, please tell us. Please tell us. (laughs) Please tell us your word of the day. No, um, <laughs> Your French toast. The safe word is. <laughs> no, whatever word you choose, we're gonna scream just like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Agave nectar. Safe <laughs> word. Mm. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. So we're starting at the plate. Cherry at the bottom. The juicy bottom. Mm-hmm. 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 So my bottom piece of toast is simply that we get to hear the continuing story of these two, Oliver and Luke. Like so many times you're like, um, I wish we could hear more. Mm-hmm. And this was definitely one of those boy from my I wanted to hear more. You know, yeah. what happened? What else yeah. is there? So um just the that journey was enjoyable for me you know i liked about this i was thinking this and because a lot of times i don't i'm sometimes i want to know more about the couples and sometimes i'm like i'm good like we're we left them i'm good this one i was like oh god i hope this is not going to be like annoying now like i hope this doesn't ruin this relationship for me in this next one and it didn't it like grew and there was and for because of my pro um that person per particular person um made it all even better like he was he he become, like becomes a different person by the end of the book and grows and you realize that how invested because i i think that's the other problem with, with not problem but that's the i think i i don't know who it was but it might have been me i think my con for boyfriend material was like there wasn't a big grand gesture on the person who should have been doing the big grand gesture oh yeah you were disappointed in in that specific grand gesture it didn't seem like enough right and so this one he makes up for it in this one i think he does a lot And so I thought this was a really good, healthy relationship where I didn't get bored. I wanted more of them together, actually. I liked it when they were together and the Mm -hmm. little witty banter they had because they did have good banter. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and he's so romantic and all. So I'm not sorry. I'm just going to go over. Mine is Oliver's patience, actually, actually in this book, because he's the fucking patient, most patient man of the goddamn world. But he is so forgiving and understanding and he just is sweet and I think in my, he, I know he was my pro in the and boyfriend material, but it's such a great character that we all want an Oliver. Like 
what, what we wouldn't do. And he at one point called said he's boring and stuff like that. I'm like, no, right. you're sturdy. And you're like, you're what all of us kind of need is like that sturdy, reliable person that is going to be there and let us kind of go crazy or have crazy, insane friends. And you know, it's gonna be drama to the like fucking hilt, but you're going to be the one that <laughs> be like, Hey, it's three o'clock in the morning. Can you go get, you know, ice cream from my friend or I'm, you know, and, and be understanding about it and just be kind of upset just because they missed me. That's kind of amazing. But Oliver fucking puts up with a lot in this goddamn book and Oliver gets asked to do a lot of shit that I'm like, please don't make Oliver do that. Please. Can we not? And he's, he's just a good dude. And like, I think because we, I don't know, it, it, we, he had such a long road to travel in the first one of to like because there's actually a a comment in this book where he talks about like their first date and how um he says something along the lines of like I wanted to have sex with you on the first our first date but I but you told me pretty much intimated that that was never going to happen so you know like from the beginning like Oliver was in it like in it and and he kind of and he intimates that in in boyfriend materials like he was like in it to win it like from the beginning and he kind of had a you know he had a crush on luke for the longest time and so now he's with his crush and that's and he's going to prove that he's like the person that luke needs and he does he proves it over and over and over again in this book um yeah i feel like piggybacking off of both of your buns here um toast toast sorry um i feel like <laughs> something i really appreciated <laughs> what did you say cinnamon toast <laughs> crunch sprinkle i'm so hungry um i was hungry through this book oh even, even for for even for vegan french toast i was like this sounds amazing like i i'm hungry please <laughs> i would even eat that shitty vegan french toast i would try not not luke's not luke's not luke's (laughs) not not luke's no i would consider it i would try it and probably only one piece anyway um the thing that i think alexis hall really captured well because like lee was saying i wanted more from them Mm -hmm. and like ray is saying we got to see more of Oliver and Oliver go like above and beyond um I felt like Alexis Hall really captured that what happens after you've been in a relationship for a couple years kind of like ebb and flow of things yeah I mean like you have arguments and like how do you go Mm -hmm. through those and how do you move on without it being awkward and how do you like move forward uh, right. And how can your relationship continue to grow beyond that? Right. Because um, there's like so many, especially romance novels, like you get to the end and like you have your happy ending. Like that's what you've, you know. Yeah. It's the point of the end of a romance right. novel. Right. Like the people are happy at the end of it. Um, but something that always gets me afterward is like, sure, but like what happens after that? And it's funny when my mom when I was a kid and she would read like fairy tales to me. Um, 
she would always end, you know, every fairy tale ends with like, and they lived happily ever after. Mm -hmm. And she would always end the fairy tale with, and they lived happily ever after that day. Oh, I like that. That's super cute. Right. I think like as an adult, I'm like low key, brilliant mom. Like it's it's pretty smart. Yeah. Um, I liked that. I liked that Alexis was, was able to convey that, that difficult part of still a happy relationship it's like it's not happy every day it's not happy every moment Mm -hmm. you have arguments and and trials and tribulations and and shitty things happen i like the way that luke at some point talks about (laughs) the different voices that oliver has oh yeah and like how it's going to be like (laughs) what was the one he's he's angry but not but kind of like i could was something like i can tease him but he can he can accept it and take it and then there's a voice where it's like i can tease him he's not having any of it sort of uh sort of voice um, there's also like his really calm voice mm-hmm. that is like borderline terrifying also oliver is so i mean he's the epitome of english humor i think to me is like it's so dry and it's so it's <laughs> it, it, a lot of times it's really super smart too it's very intelligent he's very and, smart but it's like you know like it creeps up on you and bites you like if that's kind of like it 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 gets you like just in the end where you're like oh that's pretty funny like um and and (laughs) i back that there's a one part where um alex twaddle still love that name is telling a joke and like everyone gets it except for for luke and it's because it's like they it was like a really high brow like point i i did not know the joke i was like i have no idea what's happening but it was like if you'd gone to like eaton and you had like a latin instructor um you would have known the joke it would been funny but and so in and a lot of times that's kind of how uh oliver's humor comes over too but i mean he's pretty he's much more down to earth than alex is but we all forget that that's he that out that oliver does come from that world though too right yeah um i guess i didn't really talk about my top one um but kind of bleeding into all of that i had talked about how alexis hall really captured like the relationship into a couple years of it and the weird ebbs and flows that you have Mm-hmm. But he also multiple times captures very well the the stress of planning a wedding mm-hmm. because that shit is stupid. I was thinking that for most, I was like, this is dumb. It is dumb. But like the things that it's so stressful to plan a party for a bunch of fucking people. That, and, and yeah, that happen you don't you, want there. Right. And when you start to plan a wedding, like all of a sudden that wedding becomes like about other people and not right. you right like the arguments that i had with my mom about fucking chicken and like what does it fucking matter i don't you know it just it's stupid stuff that that the things that that the things that oliver and luke argue about seem so dumb and they are dumb but those are the those are the arguments you have when you're planning a wedding mm-hmm. And they are like, I swear to God, Mr. Veronica and I had like significant fights that I still remember X amount of years later because of wedding planning. It's because almost it's just such a stressful time. It seems like almost just crossing this finish line. Like, let's get this race done. And the wedding is actually the fucking finish line. And if we make it, we make it. <laughs> if we 
one of us veers off to the right and starts running towards the school, then we're fucked. But yeah. It's a really weird, I mean, I'm not kidding when I tell you that one month before my wedding, both of you were involved in my wedding. Mm -hmm. And one month before I literally said to Mr. Veronica, maybe we just cancel it all. Let's just cancel everything and just fucking elope. Like this is dumb. Mm -hmm. Why are we doing this? It's stressful. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And people around us were like, you have already paid a significant amount of money to make this happen. Right. Because you've already put deposits on everything by that point. Did you feel like, like I did at one point, I was like, babies, maybe just go get a wedding planner. Just you both have, um, he has enough money. Just get a wedding planner and let someone de- make these decisions for you. Oh, they for sure should have done that. Yeah. I was surprised I think, they didn't have one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was thinking you wouldn't be having these because like, cause they even said at one point, all of the decisions like if he brought it, like if like Luke and Oliver were fighting about something, he would always be like, well, Priya knows this person. And as long as it was the decision wasn't yeah. made by one of the two of them, it was fine. It was like fair game. But, was, but, and so to me, it was like, then bring a third party in that yeah. doesn't have any stake in this. And I think it would have had a different outcome. Maybe. I mean, I remember uh, Cherry Pop telling me, I maybe before I even was engaged, she said to me that some article she read was list was talking about like the most stressful things you'll ever go through as like a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was planning a wedding, birth of a child, death of a parent. And she actually, I remember why she was telling me this. It was because Mr. Veronica and I were buying our house. And mm-hmm. it was so fucking stressful. And she said to me, like, I would add buying a house to that list because the yeah. way that y'all are stressed, like, and I would too. And in this book, we, we experienced two of those things. Yeah. And it's extremely stressful the whole time. And I really feel like those are, those are tests of a relationship, not like, not in a in a bad way but like in if you guys can get through those things and like thrive through them you're probably going to be okay yeah like yeah those are tests of a relationship that will expose all of the weak points of your relationship Mm -hmm. because it's so fucking stressful yeah agreed and i really feel like alexis did well in capturing it it's all Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh anywho i guess we get to move on to something we didn't like Okay. Your vegan butter, perhaps? Yeah, our vegan butter. Lee, what is your vegan okay. butter? I got some butter. Okay. <laughs> Slap it on. Does okay. it even melt? <laughs> Slap it yourself with that vegan butter. It'll still be here <laughs> after. Monica's face. After the nuclear, nuclear apocalypse. After the apocalypse, it will be cockroaches oh. and vegan butter. That's right. That's and share. The first comes out of what what (laughs) What? all i heard the first comes the first comes that's all i heard i was like wait what um got her yep (laughs) always there fill in the blank (laughs) (laughs) i'm gutters but my phone auto cracks too yes the first comes out of something very funny and that is reese's only fans account oh my god (laughs) my god (laughs) It's so funny. I love. How does he not know? 
I, I loved him and I loved Alex so like, much. Why, in this book. They do keep telling me to take my shirt off. He's <laughs> like, why is that? <laughs> what are these social medias? <laughs> I love that they're called aristocrats in the end. Like, yes. <laughs> so the first is I wanted something else to come out of that. Like, yeah. like I wish there could have been some sort of I don't know what the word is, kickback or like payoff mm-hmm. for how he's cultivating all these fans. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. of his anatomy, I suppose. Him and Anna <laughs> with one end. Anna with one end. Mm-hmm. Or is it Anna? Oh, it's probably Anna. Oh, like Frozen. How did they? I'm trying to remember how because Ray and I both were like in a crunch to finish this book. I didn't actually finish the book. I'm not going to you. Um, but Ray and I were in a crunch to finish. And so we both downloaded the Audible. And I'm trying to remember how. I didn't listen to that part. We met Anna. In, I think it's Anna. In the little bus. No, to, I know. Yeah. But I, I'm but trying the, to remember how. The narrator would have said it. How the, the narrator way. said it. And I don't remember. I feel like it was Anna, though. It would make sense. Just because you they're know, British, if anything. Yeah. They don't really have that like hard Ohio A. Also, Cleveland reference. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. It was a reference to cereal. I mean, not in a good way. But... <laughs> well, no, yeah, right. <laughs> is there, I mean, right. honestly, God, how many like, good <laughs> references to Cleveland do we have in right. literature? You know? Yeah. How many times do you have to hear about the river lighting on fire? It's been a long time, you guys, like 50 it's years. A... And wow. you're welcome. It's been a while. And also, you're welcome it's to the fucking EPA, okay? One week. <laughs> also, one week since I've seen you. One week since ah! I've seen you. It's Bam. Who's your favorite Batman? It's Bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was like, where is this going? I, <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I know I did that, that joke on this podcast before. So people are like, fucking Ray, knock it off. But yes, yeah, so you like it's a uh, new set list. <laughs> yeah, these are spinning the oldies here. Come on, get some new material, bitch. Um, oh my god, so, <laughs> is that it for you, Lee? The other one was, I wanted the general level of angst and the general level of humor to be a little more balanced. Okay. Yeah, um, that's fair. Because it was a lot of. I mean, there was a lot of drama because there was a lot of weddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which are. And a funeral. Stressful. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. death is stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were moments when he, the, the humor could have been like just settled into a little more. Like let your audience laugh a little more. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. Instead of just that. passing over it, you know. I feel like in the. F- in boyfriend material, it was a little more balanced because there was plenty of drama in the first oh, yeah. one, mm-hmm. but it was, I don't know. I mean, maybe funnier. This book was still funny. Yes. Oh yeah. But like, like you were saying, I think the balance perhaps was not as even. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Right. Um, so I'm going to probably, everyone's going to hate me for this. Why? No one hates you here. Mm, I don't know. Um, so there was a couple characters. One one is kind of excused because the narr- the voice narrator 
or the narrator, his vo- the voice that he used to use to voice Bridget was awful. It was awful. It and it made me sound whiny and shrill and a shrew. And it was just, it turned me off. But then when I read her later, I was like, okay, that that's where she, that's, yeah, it was just his choice. And I wasn't a good one. Wasn't a good one. Um, but Luke really, I had a hard time with Luke this time because I, it was very repetitive, the same things over and over and over again. And and part of he he acknowledges actually at one point because he's like I'm bringing this back to me, aren't I? Mm-hmm. And but and we are only hearing his voice again, so yes, right. I get that part of it. But some of this was like I wanted to if I if he was there, I would be like flicked him on the nose, but no, this is not about you at this point. Like it was just I, we hear this. It was like almost like a broken record at times. Where I was like, okay, these are the same things. Like he talks about. Oliver being in therapy. I'm like, Luke should be in therapy. Luke should totally be in therapy. Like he's For got sure. some, he has emotional, he has esteem issues. He has confidence issues. Like he's, he says he's better in this book. And I guess, but to like, some extent, yes, to but some he's extent, still... like he's stable, but he's not doing great. He still has a lot of issues with self-esteem and confidence. And like, it's always like, I'm not good enough for it's every time every turn around it's like oliver's gonna break up with me and it's like well think about what you're what you're doing and what you're saying and and maybe look at it that way so i was getting a little irritated with luke yeah Yeah, it was feel good romance like bordering on mental health case study with yeah failed communication methodologies <laughs> because like <laughs> yeah. well, right because you know like it, like they say that like uh, uh oliver's been in therapy for 14 months or something like that. you could yeah. see that because he has grown yeah. as a character luke has regressed a little bit i mean he wasn't like the most ups like not upstanding is what i want to use but like like most solid and, and like put together person in the first book but this is like i don't see i haven't seen much growth that he likes his job and he's he, he enjoys it he's yeah, I mean, there just wasn't much of a like a. He's still a slob. Yeah, maybe that will be part of plot material. material where maybe. he's like, if we are going to try and have a kid, I got to get my shit together. Yeah, I mean, make no mistake, I still love Luke. I really oh, do, sure. and he's funny and just lovable. But he is a bit of a dick, and he says he even says, he says it a, multiple times. Yeah, I'm a I'm prick. An asshole, I'm an, I'm an asshole. asshole. Yeah. And he is. And everyone and, else says it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His mom, his mom in particular is like, I wish, you know, she was excited when they got engaged. She's like, oh, Oliver is my son now. Oliver, meet this other guy. <laughs> other yeah. Other mm-hmm. yeah. No. Mm. Oh, deal. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. She's so fucking funny. She was still rocking it. When she goes on that like, friends like, with the rant, jigsaw. When she goes on the rant so. about like her cocaine fueled wedding to her. <laughs> 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 I just love the <laughs> you being a gay. A gay. A gay. We still go back to that. You being we just not a gay. Use a noun for <laughs> Can we please my not? sexuality. Thank you. Hang on. Hang on. Her and Judy it. gonna get married. Oh my God. That was ridiculous. Hang oh, on. No. Oh, wait. oh, here oh, it is. Here oh. it is. Hang on. Um, it was that moment to my mild relief. Mom poked her head around the corner. Oh, by the way, Mulcaton, though I am still very angry with you, I should say that I am over the moon for you and Oliver. 
Obviously, my own wedding was a cocaine-fueled rager, and my husband was a piece of shit who fucked three of the bridesmaids, but I'm sure things will be different for you. (laughs) I also love that she just has designated that, that I forget even his fucking name. John? Is that his name? John Fleming? John, yeah. Yeah. I love that she just says he is a tiny dick. Even, like, whether or not it's true, she's just, like, decided. She just, that's what she says. It's part of his name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so when, when he comes into, I, we're like, so, well, that's fine. Um, when she he comes to, they have a fight and Luke goes to see her and she opens the door. Luke, she opened the door with a look of puzzlement on her face that quickly became one of concern. Oh no, what has happened? Have you discovered Oliver randomly travels in time and you have, to know, you have known him your whole life and are only just beginning to realize it? So I asked, you've been watching Doctor Who or reading A Tribe Traveler's Wife. She shrugged up into both. In different ways, they are very creepy men. Doctor Who's a woman now. Oh no, Luke, spoilers. I'm only up to the one with the big scarf. (laughs) (laughs) So you know what? If I had children, that's what I would do. They'd come home, I'm like, oh no, did you get get caught up in the TARDIS and get taken away to to time and space? They'd be like, the fuck is wrong with you? No. No, so I have to pay my student loans. Though. That's what they'd be like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I think, are we on my vegan butter? You're on your vegan butter. It's credible. <laughs> Is it though? To, like, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> God. Okay, so this is like spoilery, um, sort of. Although it's in the first part of the book. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, only sort of a spoiler. I recognize that Bridget's character is chaos. You learn that in the first book. Mm-hmm. Everything about her life is a fucking mess. But like... She gets all the fucking way to her wedding and all the chaos that led up to her wedding was a lot. And then she gets to the fucking wedding and she forgets a very critical element of the wedding. Yep. And I was like, girl. And then like Oliver is like, they send Oliver to try and remedy the situation, even though there is not enough time in which to remedy the situation. Yep. Send send Oliver because Oliver can do it. And I was just like, at that point, I was like, God, I could have really fucking skipped all of this shit. It just really angered me that we got all that way. Yep. For it to still be fucked up. And also, I was like, why are you relying on your maid of honor to do so much fucking work? Right. And then I was like, did I expect my people to do this much work? No way. Lee, you would tell me, right? Yes. No. <laughs> well, you know, and if we're, wait, we're talking- I did expect you to, or no. you would have told me to. Did you have to do this? A little bit of column A. <laughs> no, and the other issue I had with that but was was the whole thing with Tom and the other woman. Yeah. I was like, you, not that you would have known, but I mean, I don't know. That was kind of like, I, I, I call a lot. I call bullshit on that, but yeah. Yeah. That was a lot. It was a lot. I'm like, this seems also like, especially when you, you know what he does asshole, why didn't you take the week off of work well b- right right both, what are you doing the week both of tom wedding? and bridge are not great 
I would have actually liked to see more of Oliver's friends. I like them too. So yeah. and we didn't really get to. No, we saw more of them in the first book. Yeah. But I would have liked to see, we only have one reference because, because uh, actually Alexis talks about that in the Q and a part. He talks mm. like how we saw more of Oliver's friends in the first one. Um, he, he said, there's like one little cameo in this one, but yeah, I would have liked to see more of Oliver's friends. Not that I didn't like these ones. Mm. Just like, it's just babies, baby, baby, baby J. Babies, baby J. Fucking yeah. baby J. Um, in from the internet ticker, that book, the book that Cherry Pop is reading, is the one where I was like, "Do you think anybody's going to get a reference of um, uh, Kelly Rowland using an Excel spreadsheet to text Nelly?" And oh you were like, my "God, yes, yes, I remember that." Yeah. Also, oh, it is super hot. Uh, one of them is like he he tries to help her find where her G spot is. So anyhow, um, so let's go back to um, let's go up to our maple syrup, Lee. Good. <laughs> is that the son of somebody trying to find their G spot? Just gonna slather it on the maple syrup. I know. No, we're we're waiting. <laughs> I, oh, I was thinking about how sticky that would be. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about G spot. I was thinking sticky. about maple syrup on <laughs> on your G spot in that endeavor. All of it. All of it. All of it. Oliver. Anyhow, Oliver. Oliver all over it. Oliver clothes off all the time. <laughs> all over your face. <laughs> Daniel, he comes all over your face. Uh, Bridget <laughs> Jones. Me, it all comes back to what? Bridget Jones. Circle. Sorry, Time man. is a flat circle. Okay. Time is irrelevant. <laughs> so my top piece of this pizza? <laughs> this French toast. This French toast. Are you making melting. a French toast sandwich? <laughs> oh my god! Please do. God, I'm so hungry. Well, so I always layer my French toast. I put like two pieces, like so. Yeah, I put the like bottom piece and some butter, and then the top piece. And then the, then the sugar. So I'm really happy to see throughout the whole book um, how Alexis was really trying to break us outside of kind of the cultural stereotypes we're used to. And mm-hmm. especially gender norms. He was like really yeah. looking into those hard. Mm-hmm. Everyone uh, has something to say about him, which I think is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, just the language that a lot of us are used to hearing um, and using, um, especially when you're like cisgender, um, mm-hmm. right? Was, well, and he also really did write a transgender historical romance this year too. So, sorry, did not mean to derail, but no, yeah. no, no. Speaking of, I mean, there was a mention here of Tavistock, which um, was a clinic in the UK that um, focused on gender dysphoria. Um, and so a lot of the patients there were transgender. Um, and I think it just closed as far as I know. Oh, really? But that was kind of like a little moment of drama um, and sort of representative of, the, of the, the, the pendulum swinging back, you know, in terms of progress in the UK. Oh, how, how uh, the whole world is doing? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a dumpster fire. Yep. But it was, mm-hmm. I liked that those kinds of things were used um throughout the book and this this one in particular identified a, a minor character as transgender which i really liked 
Can I take a brief aside and just ask you a question? Do you think that will change with Boris uh, Johnson not being, um, and then putting somebody new in? I probably not because it's still oh, a conservative party. I put in there. Well, it's a still a conservative party, so because right. it's really somebody from his party. But I mean, I think that there's probably, I mean, enough unrest that maybe the next time there's an election, they probably might go that way. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, word on the street in London. I was just there, so I know a little bit. I was just there. <laughs> just there. We took a brief respite. I know, Governor. A, a brief respite. <laughs> hey, we're going to disagree. Agree to disagree. Hey, I heard. I heard Genki it. Genki says respite. I heard a British person say respite. I and know he, what to tell you. And, and I also heard somebody coming from a a colloqu- like a like a person that does the things the diction addiction coach she said respite respite we can disagree <sighs> lee please continue it's gonna be the respite wars of the 2022 of 2022 respite day the day uh good day it doesn't sound like they're very hopeful over there in the UK Perfect. about no, no any, one's hopeful here either. any yeah. changes coming soon. Um, awesome. They're just so, kind of, there's Canada. a lot of focus on the queen right now because she's getting pretty old. Because she's like 95 years old. Yeah. No, she's older. Isn't she older than that? She's older than that? You keep talking. I'll look her up. Okay. I'll look that look old bitch up. up. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Um... I can't even remember where I was going. Ninety six. So You're close. Old. Yeah. Because wasn't what's this? Uh, what's this nuts? Uh, racist Philip. guy. Wasn't he Philip? ninety? Yeah. Wasn't he, he was older? Like ninety eight or ninety nine. Yeah. He was oh. very old when he died. Yeah. Yeah. Burning, 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 burning hell, dude. Wow. <laughs> oh, so he's fun. a hor- he was a horrible person. Like no, burning hell, dude. Yeah. Jeez. Sorry, I- Jakey. <laughs> I'm sure she probably like well, that's pretty much like a lot of British people didn't so much care for him. I, don't, I mean, I didn't know him. Well, I don't know him either, but I think I you mean, met him, right? <laughs> I did. I actually slept with him <laughs> when he was I around 70. Baby. When he was around 70. I was in London, had a had a couple points, and I said. <laughs> Where's that old fucker? Where's <laughs> that old wanker? I'm gonna throw a leg over it. <laughs> <laughs> you have a secret, like I, I want to stick that old tauger in, throat. stick it in, stick it in. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Quite disgusting. No, I mean he's been um, caught on on audio saying racist shit. So yeah, no good. No, we're good. Perfect. Yep. Uh, perfect. 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 Um, all right. So, Lee, do you want to discuss more about? Yeah, I cut you off. Syrup? I'm so sorry. Or are you done? That's it. Okay. Well, I'm right. sorry I cut you off. Over and out. <laughs> <laughs> Over and out, good buddy. Quick, quick. And four. <laughs> Candy Kane, what are you doing tonight? All right. Um, so, my, my bottom top whatever i'm on I'm, your I'm maple just, syrup my maple Juice. syrup mm. <laughs> was gonna be luke's co-workers but we kind of talked about them already oh my god they're so funny so i'm gonna go to this other thing which i thought was really interesting of how alexis did this 
Um, it's, and I kind of upset that mm, I can't, I almost spoiled it and I'm not going to, but we see, um, we hear, or we read the, um, for each wedding, the uh, sermon that the officiate gives. And I love that we do because each one is so different. Mm-hmm. And my favorite is of course, Judy, because no one knew that Judy was going to be given. Um, but like, so uh, first one is Bridget and Tom's wedding and uh, Judy uh, officiates. And then um, it's Milo. Milo is um, Miles. Uh, Miles. Is that what it is? Miles. Sorry. Yeah. Jojo. That's what I'm thinking. Miles of. and Jojo. Jojo. That it, Miles is um, the guy who sold um, um, Luke out to the press, mm-hmm. um, their wedding. And it's, um, I was very confused at what was happening here. It's, can someone explain to me? It's a, it's a woman, right? Oh, the he they call Roger this Moore person a drag king. Okay, okay, so it was a woman. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah, that's right. It was a drag king. That's right. Okay, so yeah. and so her name was Heather, who and like her drag king drag name was Roger Moore. Is Roger Moore? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought because I I missed something. I think I missed because I was reading this very fast, guys. So I missed the drag king part, and I was like, I am very lost right now. And then now I'm back on board. I mean, I'm back on track. We got um, you. Got you. And then the the next one is Alex Twaddles and Smithies. Very conservative. Very Church wedding, of England. But... Very conservative. So my favorite, however. Uh, hold on. I'm trying to find it because I. Okay, here it is. It is Judy's. Judy, too, seemed to be having the time of her life. Now, I meant to say something about marriage and how jolly seriously you're supposed to take it, but honestly, I've always thought it was works best when it's a bit of a laugh. My most successful wife all was my fifth husband. We kept each other in stitches constantly. Then one evening we were out on his yacht. He laughed so hard he fell overboard and was eaten by a shark. <laughs> As I've told every man I've ever slept with, it doesn't matter how much how how you start or finish, it's the bits in the middle that matter. All of which said, I hope this wedding will be a wonderful start to Tom and Bridget's life together. Now, vows. <laughs> I mean, it was like succinct to the point and perfect. Um, yep. I, 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 but I think it was really revelatory to have those three that you see and you're like, you, you can, you, you see where it's going. And actually, I think it's really interesting that you see Bridget and Tom's and then <clears throat> uh, Roger Moore's uh, mm-hmm. Is very in line with Luke's where Luke is comfortable, mm-hmm. and then Alex is, is very like very you know conservative is very where Oliver is comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a really good um, um, pair, you know, a paradox between the three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, parallel. Yeah. <clears throat> um, oh, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. You sound defeated. <laughs> well, a little. So here's the thing about Alexis. Listen. I think. <laughs> shut up. I think here's the thing about. I think every Alexis Hall book that I've read, which thus far, boyfriend material, husband material, and a lady for a duke. Mm-hmm. The. And I think I brought this up in our episode about boyfriend material, but 
the emotional depth of these really funny books knocked me on my ass. At one point I texted you guys and I said, I'm going to need Alexis Hall to stop therapizing me. Okay. Like I, it's just a lot in a, in in like a therapeutic way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think, I think this is the part that I texted you guys. Um, Just because Miles is behaving selfishly, that doesn't mean that going to his wedding wouldn't be good for you. If going along and drawing a line under the past would make you feel better, you shouldn't not do it just because it might make him feel better too. Does that make sense? It did, kind of. But what if knowing it'll make him feel better makes me feel worse? Then maybe you need to revisit the does he have power over you question. Just, I feel like Alexis really like sneaks in the like serious bits in a way that I wasn't expecting. And perhaps- Because that was Oliver, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah. it was Oliver saying that to Luke. I think in this one, perhaps it, it should have been more expected because you're dealing with these really stressful circumstances. You're dealing with four weddings and a literal funeral. Like those are really stressful situations to be in which oftentimes will bring out those really heavy emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oliver and Luke have like, and and Luke and his mom and Bridget and Luke like have really in-depth discussions about these like intense human experiences, I guess is what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. that Alexis just consistently catches me off guard with because I'm laughing my ass off and then I'm like motherfucker like yeah now I want to cry you know it's just it's kind of a it's kind of a roller coaster in a way that that I really respect because it's it's well done well I think in the first book I think I still remember I still think of every so often is that scene where Luke is um isn't he in the bathroom He's in the bathroom yeah. and the door's like, and he's like, I literally can only have this conversation with you in like when I'm in the bathroom and yep. I cannot see you and how many, I think, and as on the episode and still now, I, I think all, I don't, I think all three of us were like been there and now like totally been there. Like I've been, I've had conversations with someone like, I literally can't look at you right now. I cannot, I, I'm having a hard time. I need to convey what I'm trying to say and what I'm feeling but I cannot look at you. I cannot be in the yeah. same room. Can we talk about like through a wall or through a door or something like that? And I think he does that really well where he gets to that point where you like, you, you, you empathize with it. I mean, mm-hmm. you totally can relate to it. You, you feel it, you feel it down on your, you know, the cocks, the, the cock, the cock, my cock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say that I mean, I think I just like Alexis Hall's writing style. Oh, but yeah, yeah. He also writes, we had talked about this during A Lady for a Duke, like the most explicit we would ever get from Alexis Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. is what we got in that book. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, in this one, we kind of, we pull back to like a high level, no like graphic detail. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful in its description, really yeah i mean we get it's it's always fade to black but it's but it's, it's emotional uh, in yeah. its description it's intimate it's beautiful yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. anyway so that's mine 
Um, can I share blindsiding the fuck out of me? There's one. I there's like just random quotes that I like highlighted. One that I made that made me laugh because um, this is at work we joke that this is me because this is my saying is I'm always like it's fine, it's fine. I'll, I'll just do it. It's fine or whatever. It's fine. Is he was fine and not in a dog in a burning room. Fine. I'm like that's when I say that. That's what I mean. I'm that, I'm that dog in that cartoon <laughs> and the room's on fire. That's what I mean when I say it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And so people at work now do that, and they're like, "Damn it, I'm pulling a ray." <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one moment uh, with Oliver that really reminded me of Lee, and I literally I highlighted it, and then I left a note on it that said, <laughs> in all caps, "This is Lee," with an exclamation point. Um. Okay. So. It's like midday, basically. Um, they're at <laughs> they're at Oliver's house. Luke finally comes downstairs. Uh, good afternoon, Lucien. Oliver says cheerfully. I groaned again. What are you doing? He gave me a look of what I hoped was mock disappointment. But given how seriously he took cleaning, I couldn't be sure. Are you telling me you've forgotten what today is? Um, Saturday. <laughs> And definitely not shit. Is it your birthday? <laughs> yes, he told me. It's my birthday. This is what I always do on my birthdays. You think you're joking, but I wouldn't put it past you. He huffed out a put upon sigh. It's the first Saturday in July. And <laughs> I asked, so I'm cleaning my cupboards as I did last year, if you recall. Oliver, you have cleaned so many things. I didn't realize I was supposed to be putting them on a calendar. I swear to God, Lee has a schedule like this. He told me at one point that every, I think it's like Memorial Day or Labor Day, he cleans all of his pots. <laughs> all of his pots and pans. Like he uses barkeep I mean, friend on the bottom of them and like like shines them up. And I don't mean like he cleans his pots and pans every after every I week, mean, but like he shines the bottom of them. That's what happens during Passover. <laughs> Are, is anyone here Jewish? No, but I'm just, I'm just saying that's what people that celebrate Passover do. I mean, they clean all. Okay, so there's no. Okay, but well, there's no. But Oliver is not Jewish. No, I'm just. I'm just. Anyone I am putting. Call. I am putting things together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting similarities out there. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm trying to deflect, Oliver deflect, deflect. Lee, Oliver and Lee have similarities here, where they are very strict and stringent with their cleaning and i don't think it's a bad thing it just really reminded me of lee in that moment I like where it. i was like it fl- I flashed back to me in that moment where i was like I uh, lee do you do you said. wear what uh oliver wears during this can you re- go a couple pages before and talk about the sweatpants is it the sweatpants Ooh. yeah he talks about the gray sweatpants and the shirt that like it was a work it's shirt marigolds. at one point no, he's got he has gray sweatpants. He says something about the um with the pager. marigolds. <laughs> yeah, I took me yes, a forever. Like, what the? F- I was like, yeah. what? Wait, Hold what? on. Am right. I not oh. understanding what a marigold is? It's a it's rubber gloves. The cleaning gloves. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes more sense. I figured it was like a shirt with marigolds on it. I was like, no, oh, um, they have weird uh, weird words. More weird words. British more <laughs> weird British words. Uh, it says, okay. uh, plus he was Oliver... wearing his virtuous gray sweatpants and they no longer suitable for work, but I am too ethical to throw a clothes away shirt. 
that sorry. he reversed. Oh, I'm sorry, that he reserved for cleaning. Yeah, the marigolds were also a giveaway. Mm. I get it. Now. Yeah. Um. Adorable. Oh my god. So I laughed. There was a couple times where I laughed. I highlighted shit that I laughed at was, um, why we should do something to keep ourselves awake. The slight pause. Be gay. Do crimes. Because I literally have a. <laughs> do crimes. I literally have a sticker on my, my computer from Good Omens that says, "Be gay, drink wine, do crimes." <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. And then let's see. Um. Oh, what was the one? Oh my god. What the? Oh fuck. Um. Oh, so 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 they're trying to stay awake because they've been they've been awake most of the night, yep. and so they're trying to maybe possibly have sex. They they're like, God damn you! Um, sorry, Sherman's decided to get up here. Um, <laughs> and he's like, they're talking about like uh, pizza and porn, and trying to imagine Oliver and his sleazy mustache was sufficiently something that I brain nodded myself back into wakefulness and began peeling my t-shirt off. Are you here to deliver a pizza? I asked. Is it twelve <laughs> inches? this is the part yes it was oliver's driest voice which was pretty fucking dry i'm here with the 12 inch hot pizza you ordered also my penis (laughs) that should be the name of this episode also my penis also my penis penis. which is like really out of character for oliver right he was so tired that he was like kind of being nonsensical it was really funny I had two really funny quotes. Go I know, for I, it. I know, like my gross vegan butter was about how there wasn't enough humor. <laughs> there was, yeah, but yeah. Um, the drama was just in high gear in this one. Yeah, it was. the yeah, same sure. scene that Ray was just talking about. There were, there were, what were they talking? Something with a string quartet. But anyway, oh, here's yeah. the, here's yeah. the mm-hmm. joke. Um, Apparently, Oliver had been right about the string quartet, and in retrospect, I was glad they hadn't watched me fuck. Yep. One of them had creepy eyebrows for a start. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the reason. Right. One that's the creepy only eyebrows. reason. Right, right. Uh, at one point, he also invents the word dictabase, as in a dictabase. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is when they go, they Oliver and Luke go to the like obligatory visit to uh um Luke's mom. And um oh god, um it's not like um we're, why why am I bacon for people who do not like bacon? It's not like liking or not liking. I was hoping my un- unfailing support of my boyfriend's dietary choices balanced out my entire failing to tell my mom we were engaged. It's about ethics, like when you were protesting against nuclear weapons in the 80s, a look of worrying comprehension had crossed my mom's face. Oh, so he does that to get laid? Yes, said Oliver, as he despanuled the sofa. My refusal to drink milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Literally, my next quote. Yes! God, that was hysterical. Perfect Oliver timing. had the, probably the, I want to say, like, pretty close to the best quotes in this one, I have to say. Um, literally. Literally. Um, oh, I, I had one. I did enjoy the uh, ongoing Bridges Bitches. Always. <laughs> yes. Used in the reclaimed sense. Yes. Always yes. clarified like that. It's not too late, Oliver. <laughs> oh, my God. And the like the shirts yeah at the beginning like, yeah bridges bitches it's not bridges, too, bitches um it's fine it's fine we're using it in the reclaimed sense it's too late to change anything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, ridiculous. 
something I learned in this book that I use this word and now I will never be using it again. I found it on a website. It's really cute. And in, in like, this is, he's talking about um, a customized portrait where it's two angels embracing, but the angels have our faces that earned me a, a worried look suspiciously suspicious specific i found it on a website it's really cute <laughs> in i should stress an intentionally kitschy way you know the word kitsch come from i did know we've been dating for two years and he told me before yes yes it comes from world kitsch which was an essential part of na- nazi ide- ideology i did not fucking know that i didn't either Mm-mm. i will not be using that and i anymore. was like god damn it there's another fucking racist word i can't use excellent <laughs> i mean okay <laughs> anymore i feel like anytime i'm i think i try to use like a phrase to even today i don't remember what it was but i i typed something and then i was like like in an email to a client and i was mm-hmm. like is that somehow racist Am oh i, I to know use that? yeah <laughs> i know i because i was because usually i find if i'm asking myself is that racist it probably is you know right. and like so well also i think because things change too like I think we've even asked questions on here before. We're like, I don't know if that's supposed to be, I don't know kind of if that's, if that's a cool term to say, I don't know. I mean, yeah, cause I also we're, we're, we're old guys. We are old. <laughs> we don't know what the young kids today. Hey, young, what's that Steve Buscemi? Should be, hey, young teenager friends. <laughs> um, oh, fellow youth. teenagers. Hello, fellow teenagers. <laughs> I enjoy youths myself. Hi, yep. youths. Youths. Um, also the Gallic noise and the gallic shrug made yes. a comeback mm. in this book um when they're talking about the different okay. um it turned out that miles true to form had chosen to get married in an abandoned railroad tunnel flight with artisanal graffiti i was like what the fuck is that um it would have been a cool and daring choice except this particular abandoned railroad tunnel lined with artisanal graffiti was a fully licensed venue with its own bar Right now, the exposed brickwork was splashed with rainbow color lights because it was going to be one of those gay weddings. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one made me laugh really hard. It took me like a second and then I got it um, because I just I, I just had to read the sentence twice. Um, there. That was a conclusion. I sat down and I was just congratulating myself on a job well done or at least a job not fucked up too terribly when I remembered the job had a bit more to it. So, like Chumbawamba, I got back up again. Nice! <laughs> Take a longer drink. Take a whiskey drink. <laughs> it was just so random. I was like, wait, what? And I remembered. Oh, Chumbawamba. Guys, if you guys have, if you haven't listened, you're pissing the night away. What? True. Oh, also, um, he brings up Mean Oliver, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mean Oliver is fun. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, guys. This, this book, even though it sounded like we didn't like it, we liked it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um. <laughs> totally. Uh, Oliver had nothing to fear from this guy because he very much came across as a white, as white suit, nice hat, julia roberts whereas i was more thigh high boots with a safety pin julia roberts <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh and there's the whole like snapping of the yeah yes it's hysterical oh. even though i fucking hate pretty woman but oh yeah 
I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I'm also not a fan of dirty dancing. So I mean, whatever. Oh, well, fair. I don't like like it. Uh I loved how Oliver kind of dissected how what happened in Pretty Woman couldn't actually happen. Yes, I love it. He's like, I'm going to be a Debbie Downer here. Um, Tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't like the things that people, most people like, so. That's fair. That's fine. And y'all don't like. Strikes Back, so. I mean, y'all didn't just watch, you know, uh, Swamp Thing and kind of enjoy it or Humanoids from the Deep. So, you know, whatever. I am going to subject myself to the next 365 days very soon. So. Oh, <laughs> yep. Oh, God. oh, man. I knew there's a couple of those. We should do that for B3. I will skip that. No, no. We're going to ask you to be on that episode. No. <laughs> I reserve the right to give a hard pass. Um, oh, the names of the dogs also got me. Oh, Camilla, yeah. Michael of Kent. Hello, Eugenie, old girl. Who's a good girl? You are. Yes, you are. Also, that he knew them all. He did. He could he, differentiate. He yeah. Guess because yeah. Oliver's the best. Oliver is the best. Um, Gray sweatpants and all. Mm-hmm. Never going to go wrong with that. <laughs> never, never, never. Um, did you guys, would you guys, well, would you guys recommend this book? Well, okay. Hang on. I have a question before we go into that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You said you were going to discuss something you were going to ask us. Here's the thing. Uh oh, that's never good. I know. This is spoilery. This is pretty spoilery. All right. So let's say if you don't want to be spoiled, come back in about five minutes. Maybe 10 minutes. Five, 10 minutes. Okay. Five, 10 minutes. Okay. Skip ahead. Yeah. Now, here's the thing if they don't get married, is it a romance novel? Yes. Yes. Because it's a happily yes. for now. Is that like the? No, they're together. They're still together. They're still together. Yep. Mm-hmm. They make the decision together. That is a great question because marriage is still the norm yeah, for the next step. Right. It's the relationship that works well for them. Because I think, I think Oliver loves him so much because at one point, I don't know if it's, yeah, you would have gotten to that point where he says like, I don't know what I would do without you. Like, I, I really do think like Oliver, Luke is it for Oliver. Like he even says like, I will be able to cope. I don't think that this is a suicide, you know, tendency, Yeah, Mm -hmm. but he's like, I will cope without you. I'm sure what but he I needs to say is to. right. It was like, and it will not be cool. It will be a mess. Like it, I won't probably, and I think that's, he is it. And I think deep down Luke knows that I think Oliver is it for him too. I think that, but like, I've always said, and this is like a little view into me at my point in my life. I don't know if I could actually be married to somebody. I don't know if I could cohabitate with somebody. I have been by myself for so long that mm-hmm. if I found someone that I was like, oh, I'd be like, why don't we, we if you want to get married, we can get married, but we're not living together because I cannot at this point, I've had so many bad roommates. I've had so many like just bad boyfriends that I'm like, I, I don't, but that, and that would work well for whoever I'm with. So mm-hmm. I think, yes, it is a happily ever because that is what is good for these two people. 
Because I think that they're going to move in together. I think that that's because he's been, you know, strategically moving, stealthily moving in anyhow. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, I just think you don't need to have the Mr. and Mr. in front Mm -hmm. of the name to make it like, to to make it a happy, you know, after, I don't know. It could be. I mean, there's still Mr. and Mr. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like legally, Mr. and Mr. Right. Um, Lee, I don't know if you have a different take. Well, I mean, the only thing I don't, understand as someone who is familiar with the law oliver why he wouldn't want to take advantage of the benefits of being married right. you know within the country mm-hmm. um i mean there's nothing wrong with not being married yeah well it's like we were talking before we recorded there's a difference between marriage and the actual act of getting married right the wedding oh, sure. ceremony yeah. and all the drama it's a fucking piece of that. paper, guys. It is literally yeah. a piece of paper. For sure. So, I mean, is. I mean, there are states here that, like, if if you were with someone for so long, you are common law married. Married. So, I mean, I yeah, I don't know if that's still a thing, but it was. It's a thing still a at one thing. Point. It's still is a thing. it okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it, does it? And and those people, even though they're physically, like, uh, you probably like kind of like gray area that those people they do get they get health benefits now. Um, I, I, in England is probably more, I mean, I don't know any more, but used to be way more open and accepting and like easily, you know, like to work, you know, to get through the system when you were like partners than here, my mm-hmm. God, it's like fucking just to get recognized is it takes a literal act of Congress. So, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I agree. It's like, it's just, it's. Yeah, you're a barrister. Fucking make it work. Figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. But again, I think I don't want to be too judgy. You know, it's like oh, for sure. Every relationship is different, and but at the same time, we can be judgy because we are going through their relationship together. Mm-hmm. that's the part of the book is we are reading this book and we are reading it from Luke's you know, position. So not that we're saying judgy, but we're saying like, we do as a reader, we do have an opinion because we're like dudes, my dudes, like we, we, we've gone through this with you and we've gone through another full year. We've been with you for at this point going on four years. Mm-hmm. So I think you could possibly, I don't think it's wrong to have an opinion about it. And have like, because there I get then I think about people in other countries who are who are um, same sex couples that can't even get married, and I'm thinking, right. you know, this is a this is a a right that like oh my god, people in Russia would love to even have like you know so I don't know I I, I guess I I don't disagree with their choice because they made it. Right. Sure. Right. However, I wish they would have considered the idea that you can define your own marriage. Yeah. Uh, 100%. That you can make your own rules. Yeah. And still yeah. get all of the legal benefits as spouses. Also, anyway. make a decision before the day of. Like when, you, <laughs> when you see that fucking train of coming, 
I see the trade coming. Then guess what? You gotta be like, let's have a conversation. Let's have a little bit of a condo before we start spending all this fucking money, because yep. they seem to be work, like it, they as everyone says rub along together. They were rubbing along together really well, and it just happened. Like the whole thing was because this whole, literally, the whole impetus of the book is because Oliver asked, "Do you want to move in?" Yeah. Then yes, just but like. Just, you know, the next day, been like, dude, I, I freaked. Can we just go back to, I will move in. I will, I will release my lease. I will bring my toothbrush. I will be here. I promise to put my plates and my socks away. Like that's. that's Which essentially ruins the premise of the book husband material. Well, yeah. I mean, you had to have a conflict, but. I mean, I'm not. That's the outcome. that's I, your outcome. Right. No, I, the thing is, I don't disagree with you guys. I just, it's a, I, it's just asking a question. Is no, it, no, I totally get it. I, I'm getting, I'm getting like if it's, fired if up. If they are happy, then that's what matters, right? Like they that's are, they're the happy, like, they're happy they with their decision. Yeah. They're, I mean, like they're, it seems, I mean, uh, Lee, I could be wrong, but I seem like they were very happy. I mean, they run off, like they're like, have a party, you know, enjoy the party, free drinks for everybody. Cat, you know, it's a open bar, peace out, and they leave. It so, is husband yeah. immaterial. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. And <laughs> I will see myself out. <laughs> see myself out. Um, yeah. I mean, would, would I have liked to see him, like, them both force themselves into a marriage? No. Oh, no, of course not. Right. I mean, because really, if we're going all spoiler territory, I mean, Luke's going to go through with it. Luke chooses the first decision. He's going to marry yeah, him. He was going to do it. And Oliver was not going to take the first choice. Which to me was almost was not on brand with Oliver. That was to me out of character with Oliver. Hmm. Although I mean, Oliver was putting all the hey, I think because at one point he's like, um, uh, you know, <laughs> almost kind of like I think we should break up almost. Um. And it's all because of the fucking wedding. I mean, that should like literally yeah. like mm-hmm. that should have been the the been like then and it's a hundred pages, you know, it's fifty pages shorter, and we say, let's just not at that point. And I think it would have been fine. But also the wedding is not a marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is the goal for you? Do you want to have a wedding or do you want to have a marriage? Right. Well, for me, I don't I don't fucking care, but well, I know, I'm not asking you, darling. Does one want? <laughs> yes. Does one want? Yeah, but I mean, fair point, you know, like, and I, I think that I've certainly noticed that, that some, some couples are all about the wedding. They just want the wedding. And how, and, and are those couples still together? I mean, some are, some, are, some, some are. aren't, some but aren't. I mean, that just depends on, you know, we have a huge divorce rate in this country. Well, yeah. Because that's my thinking was like, okay, so, you know, and, and divorce gets brought up. It's, it's, you, know, you can always get divorced at some point too. If that's, I mean, unfortunately that's the thing, but you know, like, man, all that's expensive. Just don't. So, so is having a wedding. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Just don't yeah. get married. Yeah. And yeah. then you skip a lot of expenses. Yeah. Although I don't know how much it costs to get divorced over in England. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's also when your when your husband's a barrister. So who knows? Could be right. relatively I mean, cheap. I don't know about that because maybe he'll just. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Those oh, wigs are expensive. They are. Yeah. Those, you ever see that? Robes, That's hysterical. It's really, really funny to see uh, them it's in action. Ridiculous. Because there's like, it is like, it's like they just popped it right on top of their head. There's all their, like, especially the women, their hair is literally hanging down. Uh-huh. They got a fucking wig on top like, of them. Why do they do that? Just, can we stop at this point? I, Dear I, English listeners, please, please love talk you. to us about this. Yeah, but. Why? That's dumb. That's real dumb. Because don't you guys want your own Perry Mason moments? Listen, we, as Americans, there's no judgment in the actual system because ours is broken as fuck. But mm-hmm. why the wakes? That's all I'm asking. Justice is blind. You know, there's no wow. ju- double jeopardy in England. Do you know that? Really? Nope. So, you, so like, if someone like is- Like, OJ not- could have been, like, fucking put in jail. <laughs> I love that that's where we went. Well, yeah, because, <laughs> because he wouldn't have been able to write a book that said, if I did it. If I did it. This right. is how I would have done it. Yeah. Because it'd be like, yeah, maybe not. I mean, um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Robert Durst wouldn't have like gotten off the first time. Um, I'm, well, he's also dead now, too. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, we can name some, name some murderers. Um, yeah. I don't know. Ted Bondi? No, he's, he's dead. He's dead. Dead. He, he, he he killed a woman with a log. Um murderers. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong people. We should be asking you that. No, <laughs> right. The I mean, <laughs> right. You're the one with the bloody podcast. Booze, boobs, and blood. We watch world. horror movies. I don't I mean I do listen to true crime, but you still listen to true crime podcast right. all the time. But yeah, no, I was thinking double double jeopardy because I was thinking of somebody. Oh, uh, the Peterson dude. Uh, not Scott uh, Peterson, the other one, Michael. I'm telling you, if you got a, if you got a last name Peterson as your husband, <laughs> watch out. You got, nope. you got, yeah, yeah, you get Michael, you got Scott, and you got that other fat dude. What's that guy's name? The from Chicago. <laughs> I don't know, but like the track record, not great. No, 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 no. Oh, he's the police officer. You know what I'm talking about? Who killed both of his wives? No. Okay. He, he's like, he tried to he tried he tried to have put a hit out on the da no okay oh my god okay anyhow he would he would be in jail for realsies the first time but um because they yeah, they don't have double jeopardy so anyhow. oh my god congratulations okay. wow that's really is taking a turn hey guys would you recommend this book yes i would if you read yeah, yeah, we don't, yeah. This is like not come into this book, you, and all of a sudden, know what the fuck's going on? You can't just dive into this one. No, yeah. no, you need to read the first one first. Yep. Yep. You have to read boyfriend material first. Yep. Agreed. Um, would this book embarrass our moms? No, no, no. I don't think so. All right, um, we're doing. We're gonna like. Should we come back and then do ratings and then your subcasting? Sure. I I just changed my Luke. That's all. Okay, so yeah. that we can split it up and then we'll do um, what we're listening slash reading. Sure. Cool. And we're back. 
we're back, bitches. We're back with some recommendations. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have to. T- we have to talk about ratings. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm. Five out of five. <laughs> ten out of ten, even. Do yeah. it. Uh, all right. So, Ray, would you like to talk about how we do our rating systems here? God, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm I would be jizzed about it. Um, so, we rate things um, on hearts or eggplants hearts is how <laughs> romantical it was um one being like just you know kind of you know get a little 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 warmth in the cockles and then five they're on goddamn fire and then um the sex rating is more as our eggplant rating so it's like how species you know species spicy was this was it like a kiss or was it like erotica so that is yeah. it so First off, romantical. Lee, Lee, how romantical was this book? I gave it four four hearts. Aw, that's yeah. lovely. It's pretty romantic. Mm-hmm. Nice, uh, nice sequel to boyfriend material. Got it. Yeah. Love that, Veronica. Um, I went middle of the road. I said three because I feel like there are some very romantic moments, and there are some moments where I really wanted to throttle people. So. I'm going to go between the both of you and say 3.5. Oh Ooh. my God. Yeah. Middle yeah. of the middle of the road. <laughs> it's a quarter of the road. Um, <laughs> yeah. So back over to boinking it. Um, how hot is this book? <laughs> Lee, how eggplanty is this book? Hit is me in the there, face with some eggplants. <laughs> is there a fruit or a vegetable that is non-gender specific? How many I'll raspberries? How many raspberries? Raspberries. Is raspberries. <laughs> I gave it two because there's some fun stuff in it, mm-hmm. but um, it's mostly, you know, closed door. So yeah, closed door. It's a very lovely way of saying that. Vanessa Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also said two. I'm going to be the bummer and say one. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, as Lee said, it's a closed door. Yep. Yeah. Again, I've seen some shit. Anyhow, I, um, <laughs> I just read about dragons. Oh, yeah. I need to find that book. Oh, 10 out of 10 recommend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's yep. hot. Yeah. Hot. Okay. So we're having a little something special. We usually do stunt casting, but we did stunt casting for boyfriend material. We did. Um, and I think Lee and I are pretty happy with the people we chose. I don't, mm-hmm. Lee, did you want to choose anybody else? No, I would still have sex with both of them. There you go. <laughs> um, I, I, I would have sex with both of mine, but they don't want to have sex with me. So I'm good with mine. mine. One of mine was Jonathan Bailey. So super happy to keep moving on, on to Veronica. Perfect. Okay, so here's the thing. I recast my Luke because uh, I had chosen Ezra Miller, who we human dumpster fire. It's extremely problematic. Yeah, walking dumpster fire that is Ezra Miller. Yep, he's so, got kidnapping charges. I know. This is what I'm saying. So, like, I didn't like. I was like, you know what? Maybe we find someone else. Yeah, let's find a nice, nice gentleman to, to be Luke. I think the person that I chose, you will be happy about. Me? Yes. Okay. I'm excited. Edge of my seat. 
edge of my seat. I'm only using the edge. There's a whole seat behind me. I'm the whole entire seat. <laughs> It'll be later. Anyhow. Uh, I am putting them in the chat. Oh, okay. Uh, what we got usually it. do here. Got it, um, got it, got it. You're going to be so excited. I'm, I'm very excited for you. <laughs> for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, so I chose Stephen Amell. I'm sorry, Robbie Amell. They, they look similar. They look very similar. They yeah. really do. Um, I chose Robbie Amell, not Steven. Um, there were pictures of both of them also, and that was confusing. Um, anyway. She's got, got a jawline that I just want to lick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hair I want to grab onto, maybe. Anyway. Um, yes. <clears throat> anywho. Oh, so my God. That last Robbie one. Amell. Fuck me. Literally, fuck me. Yeah. Robbie Amell. Anyway, that's my new Luke. This this show has just he's gotten like to five eleven. Like Luke is tall. So. This show's just like kind of like gotten to like let's just look at hot pictures, like pictures of hot guys. This is this is uh, where we end up. At More this eggplants. Point in show. What? More eggplants. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, cum gutters. Um, uh-huh. Let's move on to. I like it. I like it a lot. I I co-sign it hundred percent. Yeah. Um, then we're going to talk about um, what we have been listening to and reading. So let's mm-hmm. talk about what we've been reading first. Um, our Lee? guest, Lee. Yes. Yeah, so <clears throat> as you both know, I have been reading a lot of my favorite books this year. Uh, interspersed with some, some new ones that I've never read before, including husband material. Um, so one of those is the Wicked series, which is yeah. four books uh, by Gregory Maguire. So if you haven't read Wicked, do read it. I'm on Son of a Witch right now, uh, which is the second book. Um, third one is A Line Among Men. And then the last one is Out of Oz. So um, really great series. Uh, the author does some really amazing things with mm-hmm words and language and turns of phrases it's i mean it's like really otherworldly so yeah i've only read the first the second so does it follow the tales of of uh, frank album does it follow all of the tales as we go along uh so the first book precedes uh when dorothy actually arrives in oz oh that's Um, right that's right well there's there's another series of frank bomb where he talks about the creation of oz I don't know if I've read that, um, but it, I mean, it, it follows, it, it uses the world of Oz as a framework. Got it. Sure. Got it. Um, yeah. So awesome. Would I recommend. Like it. Love it. Yay. Ray, what about you? So um, I'm in the middle of some, I mean, like I have not, this was, this was, I'm, y'all heard it was hard to get this yeah. done so she said um and we had finished wrote we just recorded road to fire last week yeah which was a uh, 400 Lengthy. something yeah mm-hmm. so this was another 400 page book i was like fucking kill me anyhow um <laughs> we'll plan better next year <laughs> um so uh i'm actually going to be starting another uh ava lay which i'm very excited about i love ava lee lee lay l-e-i-g-h um and it's how the <laughs> This makes me laugh because we were talking about this earlier. How the wall, how the wallflower was won. <laughs> wallflowers, um, the wallflowers. Yeah, lots of wallflowers. <laughs> I mean, go to Bath and Body Works. They're all over the place. <laughs> Anyhow, 
Finn Ransom is it I'm just gonna like I did last time I'm gonna read the and you know what I hate to say it like I the one I recommended last week I finished I liked it it's not one of my favorites that she wrote but anyhow I that was Ava Devon this is (laughs) Ava Lee I mean all the Avas Ava's all the Ava's. Um, Finn Ransom is an expert on lady luck, which is why he refuses to take a chance on love. Experience has taught him that he's happier at a gaming table than around people he will inevitably dis- disappoint. However, the clock is ticking on his father's matrimonial demands, but the only woman to catch his eye is a blue stocking, of course, and would never consider a rogue like him. After disastrous first season, Tapitha, oh, I like that one, Seton, Seton decides to focus on books instead of ballrooms. She, jo- she hopes to join the Sterling Society, a collective of the most brilliant influential minds in london except they will never admit an unmarried lady now tabitha needs a husband marriage of convenience and a notorious i'm just guessing handsome gambler may be her best bet um the other book that i read and actually wrote a review on was um the sorry taking a second come on go to go to the page the good girl's guide to rakes which was oh yeah you told me about that super angsty but really hot really fucking hot but i mean it was like more angst than i'm used to but i loved it was it car crash angst no it was more like it was one of those like the other trope i don't like very much is like they it's a matchmaking sort of thing and like she they're like they're perfect for each other they're fucking but they're like they have to marry other people because of whatever you know that sort of thing um but it's beautiful and gorgeous and whatever so yeah so this um, is an arc isn't it this is an arc um you go and we and we follow ava we have a like a little bit of a talente with uh ava so i love her nice um i again because we had road to fire and then husband material um i (laughs) sorry i'm going to begin reading a book for my um work book club um that's been out for quite a while but i have just not read it um seven husbands of evelyn hugo by uh taylor jenkins i think it's read r-e-i-d even though like the German in me feels like it should be ride, but I'm pretty sure it's read. Anyway, um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm reading next. I will probably be starting it um, tomorrow or Sunday. So that's what I'm doing next. I like it. Lee, have you been listening to any podcasts lately? No. <laughs> I do not. so defeated. No. I do not technology. Uh, I do you. not sound. Okay. All right. <laughs> Has anybody else been putting something in the in the thing? So I'm like, has anybody oh, else? I mean, okay, so I will update people. I was reading or I'm sorry, I was listening to Crooked City, Youngstown, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I am now caught up as far as I can be mm. um without like joining binge or like whatever their little thing is. Got it. So I still have a couple once they become free that I will listen to, but that that shit's good. It's very good. Um, as a person who has grown up in Ohio, I mean, not in Youngstown, like I, I mean, I knew the name of Jim Traficant, like I knew who Mm -hmm. he was in general, but like, holy shit, that is some, that's some stuff. And if you're looking for like a blueprint of how we have had certain elected officials and like 
influential people in our society, he was the blueprint. Oh yeah. yeah. It is insanity. Yeah. So if you have like connections to Ohio, if you live here, I know we have a lot of listeners in the state of Ohio. So like, yeah, I 10 out of 10 recommend yeah. it will make you furious, but it's fast. You'll understand us a little bit more. I think you'll understand more about how we got to where we where are. We're at. In, in how way. gerrymandered we are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, what about you? Um, so I have been uh when I'm when I'm working, because I work all the time, I end up <laughs> wish I was kidding. Um, a lot of times I'll just put something on the background, like it's usually like it'll be something from Shutter or whatever. So there's a series on Shutter that I fucking love. It's called In Search of Darkness. It is literally six hour documentary about horror in the eighties. And they just go like movie to movie to movie. But they also like um, do like uh, little snippets of like video games that were based on horror movies or like one is Linnea Quigley, who's like the, one of the screen queens, like her on horror and her like, and she talks a little bit about her life in horror. Um, and one of the uh, talking heads on there is Cecil Trackenberg, and he has a podcast called, it's actually a YouTube a show, it's called Good Bad Flicks. And he does kind of what we do on B3, where you take, but it's very short. <laughs> he doesn't go on and on, like I'm Ted to do, you know, diary from the mouth. Um, is he takes a movie and then he kind of dissects it with like witty banter as he goes, but it's only him too. So it's like his episodes might be like 12, 13 minutes, but he takes a like obscure horror movie goes through. He shows you scenes. He like kind of like does quick cuts through the movie and talks about like, like uh, the plot of the movie and kind of critiques it as he goes along. Um, it's very, very good. You'll see stuff that you've never seen before. Um, again, there was one that was like candle in the window or something like that, that I was always watching today. Um, and uh, it's some random like movie from the seventies that no one's heard of. Um, <laughs> sometimes are the, those are the best, um, but it's uh, it's good. He's very knowledgeable. Like on uh, In Search of Darkness, he's super knowledgeable. Um, and this, he's like, there's like a certain like once you start watching these movies, they all sort of kind of put to you know get kind of put together. Um, you uh, you kind of gain like sort of like a, a, a Rolodex almost of, you know, what, you know, this is Giallo, this is, um, this is splat stick. This is whatever, whatever, whatever. And um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's nice to find someone who's also has that sort of like uh, background nice. or wealth of knowledge. Yep. Cool. What are we doing next? Oh my goodness. So this episode will air on September 6th. Uh, and then we will be diving into Hispanic Heritage Month. Yay! Now, um, that's that's a heritage month that does not go like first of the month, the final day of the month. Right. It spans September and October. So it starts on the 15th of September, ends on the 15th of October. So um, we are going to be reading The Worst Best Man by Mia Sosa, as opposed to The Worst Best Man by Lucy Score. Just FYI, there are two books of the same name. We will be reading Mia Sosa's book. And that's what um, I thought when we were talking about it. I was like, uh. <laughs> and so, yeah, no, it's not. No, yeah. Although I have read that book. It's very good. Is it, um, is it the soccer one? Is it? No, that's Lucy, that's, that's, that's Rock Bottom Girl. Never yes, mind. correct. Mm -hmm. Yep. But still Lucy score. Um, and then our second book for Hispanic Heritage Month will be American Dreamer by Adriana Herrera. Really super excited. 
Yeah, same. After that, we will be kicking off spooky season. <gasps> Spooks. Uh, we are going to reread. I think both of us have re- have read this in the past. Yeah. Dead to the yeah. World by Charlene Harris. It was our favorite. Um, my favorite. I guess I can't really say that about you, but it was my favorite of the Suki books <laughs> because she's with Eric in that book. Yeah, because hot I mean, as fuck. Because fuck Bill. Yep, fuck Bill. He sucked. Not in a good way. Nope. Um, so then we will combine that with. We'll also do a page to screen on True Blood season four. Are we doing together? We're doing together, right? In one episode? I don't know. We'll, we'll think. I mean, we'll we talk got, about it. We, we got some time. We're good. Yeah, we some but we, we're going to watch the fourth season because that's. That's when that happens. Right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, anywho, that's what's going on. Um, hey, Ray. Yes. Where can people find us? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, people can find us at our website, which is chickletbookclubpodcast.com. Our merch which you can find on our podcast. Wait, our website. <laughs> you, you can find other podcasts because I'm wearing one of our goddamn shirts. But you anyhow, um, you can find us on uh, Threadless if you look up Chicklet Book Club Podcast, but also Chicklet Book Club Podcast at threadless.com. Our Twitter is at Chicklet Podcast. Our TikTok is Chicklet Book Club. Our Pinterest is Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Our email is Chicklet Book Club Podcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is Chicklet Book Club Podcast. Our YouTube is our fucking YouTube. Facebook is our fucking Facebook. Patreon. Support us on Patreon. Um, we also have a um, GoFundMe for reproductive health. Um, mm-hmm. And I cannot remember the name of it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so it'll be in the description. We're almost the description. To, so we're almost to our um, goal because uh, uh-huh. somebody donated some money recently that I saw. That's cool. Um, that's cool. Um, we're like, we're almost there. And so what happens when we reach our goal is that I read all of the Petty Readiverse uh, for, mm-hmm. sorry, Tennessee Valley. Of the Readiverse. Winston Brothers series. Yep. And I write, a rec- I write a review for each fucking one of them. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. let's make her do it. <laughs> um, that's all I'm saying. I'm just going to say, um, I'm going to pick some time because I got some reviews that I got to write. So for other things so let me uh let me let me clear my throat and also let me clear my calendar um yeah um yeah anywho contribute please because i cannot wait um also (laughs) uh if you listen to this podcast and find us mildly amusing if you could um rate us and review us on the apple podcast app now, helps people we still, find us we still have magnets i will still give out a magnet if you For give us a sure yep you know um yep just send us a screenshot of your review because sometimes <laughs> we like you know and and your in your contact info and we'll send yeah. it out and we will send you a magnet mm-hmm. um we have a new, well so when we're talking about merchandise we have a new shirt so oh yeah we do we've got like three new shirts i mean we got a lot of shirts so i wouldn't have it any other way Mm-hmm. We also have um, book boyfriend, a book, what was it? Book boyfriend. Mm-hmm. The definition of a the book definition. boyfriend. Yep. It's pretty awesome. If I do say so myself. Yep. Um, Coolio. Uh, so I think we did it. <laughs> we did all the things. We did all the things. So the last thing that we usually do on the show, how do we end this fucking thing? In the most obnoxious way possible. You ready, Lee? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
subscribe to me on OnlyFans. <laughs> just, just a little Easter egg for people who make it to the end. <laughs> <laughs>